Welcome to another episode of That Was Shitty with Angie B. Um, You may have noticed that we have a new logo. And you know what I did? I created three very similar yet very different logos. Put them on TWS Pod at Instagram and at just underscore Angie at Instagram. And a whopping 20 people responded and voted (laughs) and decided upon one option, which is a uh, like glittery starry night black with uh, the JA and bold electric that was shitty that says uh, rambling nonsense with Angie B because I feel like that's essentially what this this is just rambling nonsense that you listen to on a weekly-ish basis um, but yeah so I'm sure you've seen it if you're listening to this because you had to you can't just not see it um but yeah so uh welcome if you're new here hope you're ready just strap the fuck in get ready prepare yourself for some fuck shit i'm gonna try to keep it to 30 minutes i don't really have a whole lot to say but oh my god I'm not in the closet. I'm usually in the closet. Um, for your, your new people, that's not a gay reference. That is li- the literal um, undisclosed closet in the big blue chair. I'm not in there because last week I wasn't in there because um, there was shit on my chair. This week I'm not in there because now the amount of clean clothes that are just in there on the chair everywhere is just like quadrupled somehow and i still need to wash clothes so there will be even more clean clothes in there that need to be hung up and um there's just not enough space for me to go in there right now because i haven't cleaned shit it's just in there in fact i threw everything in there so there's no space for me in there so i'm sitting at my um kitchen table so you may hear noises like that loud noise that you may or may not have heard was um my goddamn refrigerator because sometimes that bitch just needs to make herself known for no goddamn reason like why are you being loud i don't got an ice maker why why are you making all that noise the doors are closed you should just be in over there silent but nah you gotta just as soon as i start recording just start emoting and shit shut the fuck up uh fridge but um yeah so i'm I'm at the table so you may hear kids crying you may hear it's about 9.30, so that ratchet-ass ice cream truck might be coming by. Like, things happen. Just fucking deal with it, okay? Just fucking deal with it. It'll be okay. You'll get the fuck over it. Then the day you're here to listen to some fuck shit, and those extra noises are just going to mold into and become one with the fuck shit that is spewing out of my mouth. So, get over it get the fuck over it as i'm looking at myself in the camera right now and this i've always i've keep recording the videos and i never post them anywhere but um i just put on some carmax and i'm thinking like i don't know if i would trust a guy that was hitting on me wearing carmax because it for sure looks like and it wasn't even like the the squeeze kind it was the chapstick kind of Carmax and my lips are hella shiny like it definitely looks like I'm wearing lip gloss and I didn't put that much on so like if a dude was trying to hit on me and they had on some Carmax I might think he was trying to make me be his beard and I don't want to be some gay dude's beard like it's 20 fucking 21 
y'all niggas need to stop having beards. I mean, I get it. You got insensitive-ass parents and just want to do shit so that they can get off your back. But Angie B is not beard material, okay? Stay away from me. As if there's a bunch of gay guys just out there throwing themselves. <laughs> All right, that was weird. <clears throat> All right, let's get into this. Um, This is going to be my Black History episode. I just wanted to share my experiences with Black History Month. Um, I may have talked about some of these things before. I don't remember. But it's very possible, shit, I may have did this episode already before last Black History. I don't fucking know. So if if this if you're having deja vu, think maybe I am too. And uh it'll be okay. We'll get through it. And then next week maybe I won't uh re-record some shit that I already recorded. I have a tendency to say shit and then immediately forget that it even happened. So and yet you guys are still here, so <laughs> kudos to y'all. Pat yourselves on the back. Woo woo <laughs> for Making it through, we're August, September, October, November, December, January, February. Oh, we're a year and a half in. This is uh, six months since uh, the season started. Hmm. I feel like there should be more episodes. I must have not recorded much. I didn't. I think I only recorded like 20-something episodes. And then I did only post once during November. But other than that, I think I've pretty much posted every week, kind of. Um, We're not going to talk about how I be fucking up. I still need to put that on a shirt. I'll probably do that tomorrow. Um, We're not going to talk about how how I be fucking up. We're just going to talk about um, blackness. My blackness, to be specific or lack thereof, um, excuse me, all right, so, um, let me make a list, I can only really think of a few things that just screamed fucked up, um, but yeah, so, as y'all know, I grew up in Torrance, California, which is a suburb south of Los Angeles, which um, for those of you who are from other countries may not know, Torrance is a very racist city. Um, Racist, well, I'll get to that in a second, but it's very racist. The cops are notorious for hating black people. There's sections of Torrance where there's a lot of Mexicans that don't like black people. um, And it just has never really been uh, Negro friendly, um, as you might put it. Um, but that's where I spent most of my childhood there between there. Oh, I spent a year in Oklahoma or well, half a year in Oklahoma, but mostly all over Torrance. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, so I was used to being the only black kid in my class, sometimes in the whole grade. Um, it wasn't until middle school no 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 in the in the third fourth grade I went to Arlington Elementary first second first second and and then the third grade I was at okay first and second grade I went to Arlington kindergarten first second grade I went to Arlington Elementary there weren't any other black kids really like it was me in my grade um 
my brother and my brother and his friend Jacob were a few years ahead of me. And then there were like maybe uh, two or three other black kids sprinkled in there. And that's it. Like maybe 10 of us in the whole elementary school. Uh, my brother had left. He went to Price. Then uh, third grade, my parents were like, oh, we'll send Angela to Price too. Never been around so many black kids in my entire life. I did not fit in there, not one bit. I wasn't in Price's uh, public school. I mean, a private school at Crenshaw Christian Center. And um, they were a lot farther ahead than the public school I went to in Torrance. Um, So I was just getting F's left and right and just crying every day, failing math, being sent to the fucking principal's office and then them having to call my dad. And it was just, it was just not a good experience. Um, but yeah, then, uh, halfway through, we moved to Christmas break. We left and went to Oklahoma and we didn't come back until like the following year. But, uh, and then out there, it was me and one other black kid, and it was me, and then the black kid, I can't remember his name, but he was, he wore glasses, he was dark-skinned, he was goofy as fuck, and he was the type of person that people would laugh at, like, he'd do dumb shit, and people would laugh at him, not with him, but, like, at him, like, he was embarrassing, kind of. That's my memory of him from the third grade. Can't tell you his name. Can't tell you shit else about him. I have one specific memory of him, like, pulling his pants down or something. And, like, the teacher stepped outside. He pulled his pants down. I don't know why he pulled his pants down. Something happened. He pulled his pants down, and everybody laughed at him. That's my only, like, mem- that's the only thing that stuck in my head. Don't know why. I just know... Whenever he would do shit, it would make me feel uncomfortable. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, then we came back and back to Torrance. Uh, now, in the fourth grade, there was a few black people in my grade. They were all related. <laughs> they were pretty much all related. Um, there were three cousins. I was best friends with the girl, and then um, I had a crush on one of the, her cousins. And then his, their other cousin, he had a crush on me, but I didn't know at the time because I was all in love with Brandon. Because like, not real in love. But um, yeah, I didn't fit in with them niggas either. They nicknamed me Issues. <laughs> like that was my nickname in the fourth grade, Issues, because I had issues because I didn't fit in. Definitely didn't fit in. This isn't really about my, no, I, I guess. I haven't, we haven't really got to the blackness shit yet. I mean, I guess kind of, if you're reading into it, there's there's a few things I've mentioned that you can definitely read into and get to it, but I'm not talking about those things because if I were to mention every little um, uncomfortable situation or every little thing, we would be here all day for two hours. And that we don't got that type of, we don't got that type of time because um, I set a, I basically put a dead man switch on the podcast because I was supposed to record two days ago and didn't feel like it. Monday, I was busy. I was like cupcaking. Tuesday, didn't feel like it. So today is Wednesday. And I was like, man, if I don't, I need to record this shit. So what I did was I put in, I knew I was going to talk about uh, like blackness and shit. I knew that from like 
Monday or Sunday or Monday, I knew I was going to talk about this shit. So I just put that in the title and put a, wrote some shit in the description and set it to publish at 11.30 tonight so that I have to record. Because if I don't record by then and upload by then, it will um, publish the episode without any audio. See? forcing myself to do shit now could I have um just rescheduled that sure I could have but I mean fuck all that we're here to get shit done even though we should have got the shit done days ago we're getting the shit done so um yeah we don't got time to talk about every little um thing um but yeah so I don't really even though, like, I didn't fit in, really fit in with the black kids, like, I was still friends with them, um, but, like, they didn't get me, I didn't get them, those were, like, going to Price, and then the fourth grader, the only times, like, there were a few, like, more than just me in a class, you know, more, more than just me being the only black kid in the class, and when you grow up in schools where you're the only black kid, you tend to people tend to assume that you just know all the black shit. You 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 must know shit because you're black. You must be cool because you're black. No. I'm pigeon toed and, and buck teeth, gap teeth, like no, not cool. Not cool at all. Um, but yeah, so uh fifth grade, go back to being I think I was fucking I don't remember any other black kids. Um don't remember any of them. The fifth grade was fourth and fifth grade. I, I think it was fourth and fifth grade. They had us basically isolated on, went to Fern Elementary. So the main school was for fifth grade. Um, the main school was across the street. And then we were on like on the other side of the street and big out, there's just grass and then some bungalows. And that's where we were at. Learned to play Mancala there and had seaweed for the first time there and those little panda things with the with the cream inside of it the buttercracker pandas with the cream i talk about that shit on instagram all the time i love that shit and po- pocky sticks that's when i started having like eating asian kids snacks bomb but uh <clears throat> yeah there weren't any other black kids there it was just me or i might be forgetting that they were there definitely possible my memory is trash um but yeah so that wasn't really I don't I can't remember anything specific from there but sixth grade that's when things started to get interesting because I went to this to Madrona and that's my brother had went to Madrona he was in the ninth grade now so he um was at Torrance High and I was at Madrona but everybody was like oh your brother's Marcus she's gonna be cool as fuck her brother's hella cool nope Mm-mm. They're bad. Their mistake. <laughs> no, I was. I've been a weird kid my whole life. I will always be a weird kid. Well, I'm not, I mean, I'm a fucking. I'm almost thirty. I'll be a weird kid. I'm just not a weird kid. Just weird adult. I can't even say sentences. Anyways, in the sixth grade, um, I had a teacher. One of my history, my history teachers, she 
made me read pretty much everything, like in, for Black History Month specifically. She made me read everything. She assumed, she asked me, well, don't you know about this? And I was like, I went to the same schools these motherfuckers went to. I know what they know. I don't know anything more than they would know because we all went to the same schools. We came from the same places. Why would you assume that I should know more than them when it comes to black history when I'm getting the exact same education that they are? We all know the exact same stuff because we've been taking the same classes. So why should I know more? Because I'm black? Do you think that all black families just sit around and talk about Malcolm X all day? No, my mom was a single mom. She was working all the time. When was she going to sit down and be like, okay, we are going to read uh, fucking about Harriet Tubman today? Like, no, who, how, how, who's doing that? I mean, if people are doing that now, that's cool. If they have the time to do shit like that, that's cool. But some people just can't, you, time, fuck, words. Y'all know what the fuck I'm trying to say. Shit. But, uh, yeah, same teacher, she accused me. She was like, Angela, there's no eating in my class. And I was just sitting there like, I'm not eating anything. She's like, you're chewing on something. What are are you chewing gum? You can't chew gum in the class. And I'm just like... I'm not chewing anything. Like, what are you talking about? Open your mouth. I'm like, okay. And I open my mouth. She's like, oh, damn. Your cheeks are just fat. I was like, the fuck? Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? I'm not chewing. I'm not eating anything. I'm just sitting here listening to your fat ass talk. Don't remember her name, but I remember she was fat. Bitch. Fat ass bitch. I think we should take a break. This is getting aggressive. Yeah, we'll be back. Listen to the goddamn ads. We'll be right back. Have you hired a cleaner lately? If so, are you tired of having lazy cleaners that don't know what the hell they're doing? Cleaners that take two hours sweeping up imaginary dust in the corner or spend the entire time washing three cups in the sink like it's three cups it should not take you more than five minutes i can wash the damn cups leave the cups alone no don't touch the cups like are you tired of having those types of conversations with your cleaners if so then you need to tap in with tolls home cleaning with tolls home cleaning they'll come in and do get your stuff clean the first time you know, they, they won't waste because with cleaners, time is money. You're paying by the hour or the half hour or whatever time you may need. You might only need 15 minutes. Maybe they can accommodate you. I don't know. I don't know. But Toll's Hole cleaning, Home Cleaning, they got you. Tap in with them. They will get the job done the first time and quickly and properly. Your stuff will be spick and span. Don't be like me. Don't see dust on the floor and then say oh I'll get back to that later and then two weeks goes by and then you see a clump of hair in the corner and you don't know where the fuck that hair came from don't do that don't be like me be better tap in with Toll's Home Cleaning you can find them at 801-203-0938 again their phone number is 801-203-0938 or or you can visit them on the web 
at tollshomecleaning.com. That is T-O-W-L-E-S, homecleaning. You can spell that, dot com. Use my di discount code, that was shitty, at checkout and receive a 20% discount. Again, 801-203-0938 is the number, or go to tollshomecleaning.com, T-O-W-L-E-S. You can also call it towels. That's what I normally do. Um, don't forget to say that Angie sent you. Get that shit cleaned up. Yep. <laughs> Hello there. Do you know what you're missing? Clothes with dicks on them. And you know where you can find said clothing with dicks on them? Just Angie.com. It's J-U-S-T-A-N-G-I.com. There's not only shirts with dicks on them. There are shirts with all types of things on them. Like this shirt. The Do Not Touch My Shit shirt is available on that website. You have things like the I'm Black Don't Fuck With Me shirt. The I'm Brown Don't Fuck With Me shirt. The Life May Be Shitty But You Don't Have To Be shirt. There's plenty of things. There's thing, There's a shirt for everyone. Just Angie.com and Angie Shop is a place created for those who aren't afraid to be a little bit spicy, who aren't afraid to live life on the wild side. So if you've yet to experience all of what Angie B has to offer, you need to tap the fuck in and get over there. J-U-S-T-A-N-G-I.com. That's just Angie.com. Um, go buy my shit. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Welcome back. Hope you enjoyed the goddamn ass that you listened to, bitch. Sorry, that was aggressive. Sorry, I'm not really sorry. Make sure you listen to the bitch ass ads, you bitch ass motherfucker. <sighs> Must be a ghost in here. I didn't say anything. <laughs> All right. Um. But yeah, fat ass bitch accused me of eating in her class. Now, have I had? I probably had eaten in her class at other times, but that specific time, I wasn't eating or chewing gum. Just because my cheeks are fat, I was accused of shit. That's not racial. That's just fat cheeks. And only on my face, not anywhere else, unfortunately. <laughs> All right, but but yeah. So um, also while I was at that school, I'll never forget. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, <clears throat> so. There was only a few black people there. There was one, two, three of us, I think, in, in our class. Um, yeah, I think there was three of us. No, I think it was just three. So me and another girl and then um, a guy. And people would always try to hook me and the black guy up because we were black. But I was in love with Luis Ramirez. <laughs> I had a really big crush on him. Once uh, my mom and my brother, they were helping me clean my room. 
and they found a piece of paper where I just wrote his name over and over again like a thousand times. Um, but yeah. <laughs> Didn't have a crush on the black guy. Mostly because like we were 12 and he was drenched in cologne at all times. Our school didn't have showers for us. So we would, they would have us go do fucking PE and shit and then just be funky. So if you are a heavy sweater, you're going to do going to do PE and now you're just musty for the rest of the day. So you better hope you don't have that shit first or second period. You better hope you have that shit sixth period because then do pee and go home. Otherwise, you're just funking up the class all day. And since he wore so much cologne, he would like would exercise, play basketball and shit at a recess. And um, did we have recess? I don't know if we had recess. Uh, basically, he smelled like cologne and funk at the same time. And I didn't think it was cute. <clears throat> because I liked Luis. But, uh, yeah, they would always try and hook me and him up. And I looked like a little boy. Like, you think I look like a little boy now? If you would have seen me back then, like, little boy. I used to wear, uh, my brother had this Kobe shirt. I, used, I took that for my own. I would wear that. I would wear braids. But my braids were always fucked up because I didn't take care of them. Like, I wouldn't tie my hair down and shit. And then it would be weeks or whatnot before I get my hair done again. So my hair was always just fucked up um yeah I looked uh I was unkempt and looked like a little boy so I was probably hella musty too (laughs) I don't know because if I was my friends didn't tell me a stink but I could have easily easily could have been funky oh excuse me but yeah so um I was always weird I always thought it was weird that they were trying to trying to hook me and him up and uh I always felt pressure to like watch BET and things like that so that when all the Asian kids are talking about all the rap songs and stuff I could follow along and like be able to talk about the shit too and um I'll never forget like we were just we were all standing around we were walking to class or something in between classes I don't remember why. I don't remember his name either. I remember he was kind of taller than a lot of us. I don't remember his name, but he asked me. It's me, a bunch of Asian kids, a bunch of white kids, because almost no black kids in the school. He asked me. I don't know why he chose to ask me, but he asked me, is it okay if I use the N-word and... I was not prepared for that because it came out of nowhere. And because I just wasn't, I didn't hang around like black people, you know, I hung around these niggas. Like my best friend was a, a white girl and, and a Mexican girl. Like those were the people, and then and an Asian girl. That's who I hung out with. So I'm like, I was, like, I was shocked. And then everyone was staring at me and I'm like, damn, I didn't have the tools to answer that question properly just because I didn't know. So I was like, I guess I don't care, which is the wrong thing to say. I mean, I know that now after years of being a student activist and being head nigga in charge of shit, like after years and years of um, 
learning about like blackness and shit oh fuck yeah that was the wrong answer but as a 12 year old who grew up with white people and Asian people and didn't hang around black people didn't was never around a whole lot of black people didn't know how significant that question was yeah I guess I don't care was uh, definitely the wrong way to go about that. Now, I don't know. I have no idea if he took that as his nigga pass and ran with that for years. It's like, oh, it's cool. I have black friends that say I could use the word nigga because like, Asians, like, they appropriate like a motherfucker. Like, they've always done that and they will continue to do that. Why? I don't fucking know. They just love black people until um, we're in their neighborhoods and shit. Then they don't want us around. But uh, the young black kids, they appropriate blackness like crazy. And that's, y'all know that. Everybody fucking knows that. But for somebody to think that, oh, it's okay, one, to even ask that question, and two, to take that answer and be like, oh, okay, cool. I can say nigga in front of anybody now because this one black bitch told me it was okay. No, <laughs> no, that's not okay. Um, I know now that that's not okay, but back then I didn't fucking know. I was just like, well, I don't care. Like, whatever. Like, I can't really, like, even if I say no, like, if you want to say it, you're still going to say it regardless. Like, I can't really, I can't control you. We're not going to the same places after school. Like, I don't, and the fucked up thing was, I didn't even use the word nigga back then. <laughs> I didn't say nigga. <laughs> My brother still makes fun of me when he hears me say the N-word. He'll be like, I hate that coming out of your mouth. <laughs> because I, I, my voice doesn't match saying it because I've, I'm, I'm whitewashed, or as they would put it, I'm an Oreo, as they would put it. Though me saying nigga doesn't sound right because when if you just hear it, you'll think it's a white person saying it. But then you look at me and you're like, oh the fuck is that (laughs) but not so um yeah that was definitely an interesting am i recording yes that was definitely an interesting experience um for me that i will never forget and i will make sure my future children understand like the significance of that shit because i don't plan on moving back to the hood like ever so Whatever kids I have in the future, they're going to be in the same type of situations that I was in. They're going to be one of the few black kids in the class, and they're going to have to know how to navigate that shit because people are never going to stop asking, can I say nigga too? Because they want to feel included in the black culture. They want to take all of the the coolness of it without any of the the pain, the sacrifice, the awkwardness. Like, I signed an NDA. I was a part of this uh, research project, so I can't tell you what it was about and whatnot. But I can tell you that I had to check a white bitch a few times <laughs> during, <laughs> during um, that shit because like, there was a scene... Um, in the show, it was a show that they're thinking about putting on the air. There's a scene where 
Um, there's a scene. How do I say this? Because did I read the NDA? No. Um, basically, it was a scene where somebody assumed that the black a black person would prefer to. He was listening to. I thought it was country music, but I guess it was gospel. I'm still think it was country music. He was listening to country music, and um, the person. A person he was driving assumed that he didn't want to listen to that and that he wanted to listen to hip-hop music so um and he kept press pushing the issue like oh you don't have to listen to this like oh did you know and given the the history behind it and shit and then the guy was like hmm okay well can't instead of being like bitch I want to listen to this he was like okay well do you mind if I change change it to hip-hop so he changes it to a song. <clears throat> I don't know. Couldn't tell you the song if I wanted to. But um, heavy, there's heavily use of the N-word. And he turns that shit up hella high. And the guy was like, I knew you wanted to listen. Didn't want to. I figured you wanted to listen to this instead of the country music you were listening to. And um, essentially the girl um, in the discussion was like, I didn't like that scene because people aren't that aren't that in your face aren't that uh that uh that uh insensitive and I'll raise my hand this is a zoom thing I raised my hand she's still talking as soon as she said that I raised my hand so you just see my hand raised like this in the little box and I and they called on me and she's like oh there was like oh Angela you have something Angela you have something to say I was like yeah um just because you don't see it just because you may think that the people you hang around with are are woke, as the kids would put it. You may think your friends are woke. You may think that people don't act like that. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not like that. You don't know how your friends act when they're alone with a black person. You can't know. You can't know. People will put on a show because right now... Being racially sensitive, being gay sensitive, being sensitive to minorities is the thing to do, and you are much more likely to be judged or canceled or ostracized because of showing your true colors. But when you're alone, you're more likely to let that slight racism of assuming that black people can't listen to country music slip out. And I told her after I'd said that, there's it was a lot of black people, a few black people in the in the discussion. And I I told her, after that I was like, um, so yeah, just because you don't see it, that shit happens to us on a regular basis. I'm that black person that listens to country music. If I'm blasting some fucking Luke Combs and I have my windows down, I get people stare at me. <laughs> People stare at me. Look at this bitch with the red hair in the red Camaro blasting Luke Combs. The f- singing that, sh- like, I get stared at because n- you're I'm black. You're not supposed to be listening to that. You're not supposed to be listening to fucking Red Hot Chili Peppers. You're not supposed to be listening to Merle Haggard. Like, that. it doesn't fit the script. So, yeah, shit happens on a daily basis. I had to check her ass a few times. I'm not going to get into it because that will be a whole nother 
30 minutes just talking about how this bitch didn't know what the fuck she was talking about when it comes to blackness. And it was a really unfortunate. Like, I, I'm glad that, I mean, I, I was glad that she thought that people were better than they are, but that's a problem. Assuming that just because what you see is how it is, it's not. You need to be able to see how how we feel, see what we go through. Because just because you know two black people and they never talk about their experiences with you, you're not their friend, even if they are your friend. They're never going to feel comfortable having those type of conversations with you because you can't relate. You can't fucking relate. Um... That wasn't even on the list, but uh, yeah, if, if you hear some, some white bitches talking, saying the wrong shit, assuming things that are wrong about, about black folks, you need to let them bitches know that they're fucking up and do it politely. Do it politely. Just let them understand like, hey, no, that's wrong. That is definitely wrong. You're fucking wrong, bitch. <clears throat> but yeah. Um... I don't think I don't think I have anything else to say. I was gonna try and slide some dicks in here, <laughs> but I didn't know how to go about it, and I still don't have any dickish things to talk about, anything dick related um, to say. <clears throat> so we are just going to wrap this shit up then because that's that's about it but um yeah uh as an oreo i wrote a joke about that recently if i could find it if i can find um why well, I, I know where it is i'm gonna try and uh rip the audio from the video and i'll put it at the end of this so y'all can hear this the joke that i wrote about being an oreo <laughs> Because I was doing that joke a day thing, but I gave up on it because I don't want bitches to just steal my shit. But I'll give y'all this Oreo joke. You can't have it. You might hear, well, I mean, you can You can listen to it, but that's my shit. It's my shit. <laughs> don't take it. It's my shit. So when you hear it on one of my future comedy specials, you could be like, oh, I heard that bitch say that on a podcast. Yep, sure did, bitch. It's my shit. <laughs> But now I'm gonna try and find the find the audio, and I will um, add it to the end of this. <clears throat> but yeah, so uh, yeah, I think that's gonna be it for this episode. Um, black parents try to make sure your children are more are better equipped to deal with ignorant people from other races because I for sure was not equipped my brother was a lot more equipped but me and my brother are two completely different people and he had black friends there was a lot I guess there was a I don't know why there were so many more black kids when he, three years ahead but there's a lot more black kids in his age great age group than there was in mine so his friends were black mine weren't and that really made a difference and he was older when we went to a primarily black school. He was there for a longer time. I was only there for a few months. But he was there for two years, I think. <clears throat> but yeah, so try to 
make sure your kids are equipped to handle these types of questions. Don't let them be that black kid that makes us look bad. However, y'all niggas don't even give a fuck these days. I see so much shit that just makes me just embarrassed for us. And y'all don't, y'all just think it's funny, but that shit's hella embarrassing, man. And uh, it's unfortunate. So I really hope y'all can teach your kids. I I was talking to uh, this guy on Instagram today and he was saying he's trying to get a, he has two daughters or something like that. And he's his next kid. He wants it to be a, a boy. Um, and I was like, hope, good luck for the, good luck. I hope that works out for you. But, um, we were talking, uh, fuck. <clears throat> Excuse me. Sorry. But, um, basically we were saying, I was saying that, um, I'll beat the shit out of my kid if, uh, they're out here shake, doing it for, for the gram. Mm-mm. Bitch, put on a sweater. You better put on fucking two pairs of pants. Mm-mm. Fuck all that. And he's like, yeah, it's stressful having daughters. I was like, I bet. But I, the problem, and we were talking, and I was like, the problem is, like, their moms are ratchet as fuck. And when the mom's ratchet, that shit trickles down. The ratchetivity just trickles down to the kids. And because they their mom is that way, so why would they think anything is wrong with the way they're behaving? And you could say, like, they're just expressing themselves sexually and shit. But why does a three-year-old have to do that? Why would it be okay for a three or four or five-year-old to be out there doing a busted challenge? Hmm? Answer me that. How does that not make you feel uncomfortable? If you a grown-ass woman, do the whatever the fuck you want to do. But the problem for me is when it's the little kids that are out there doing it. When he's nine, ten years old out here just... Why are you twerking, bruh? You not fucking? You don't know a damn thing about it. Why are you out there doing a humpty dance, bruh? You don't don't you, you don't know what that shit even like that's why I don't be grinding on dudes at parties no more because mama do that. I ha I, I be fucking. Why am I gonna pretend to fuck on a dance floor when if I really wanted to do that I could be in a bedroom? I'm not, nigga, I'm not about to bump and grind with you on the dance floor. Like, no. No. You got niggas just throwing a dick at your ass. Like, no. 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 I don't do that. I used to. Not anymore. I am an adult. And that's beneath me. And it should be beneath a lot of you. But y'all still act like y'all horny teenagers and shit fucking on the dance floor and shit. Bro, you're 35. You're 35. Take your ass home. Who's 35? I don't fucking know. <laughs> I'm sure somebody's 35 and acting like they're fucking 13. Listening to Pretty Ricky and shit. Man, I started listening to Pretty Ricky again. They had some great songs. And the fact that I listened to them when I was 14, it's fucked up. But they had some great songs. <laughs> I can appreciate the songs now a lot more as an adult. Back then, they were just a hot new band, you know? Chris Brown and Pretty Ricky. That's what all the 13 and 14-year-olds were listening to. 
All right, well, I started rambling even more. That's why this is uh, Rambling Nonsense with Angie B. Um, But yeah, we're going to go ahead and wrap this shit up. Um, I'll try to find that audio um, and add it to the end of this if I can figure it out. And um, yeah, that's going to be about it. I will, I'll be sure to follow uh, the shit, just underscore Angie, TWS pod and Angie shop online. Just follow all three of those. I mostly just post on just underscore Angie. So just follow that one. Um, I can't guarantee I won't offend you, but if you made it this far, you'll survive <laughs> the Instagram too. But um, yeah, go uh, go follow that shit and uh, catch y'all motherfuckers next week. Don't be dicks. So as y'all know, I grew up in Torrance amongst the whites and the Asians. Um, I was not used to being around black folks other than my family. There's barely any of us there in um, Torrance at the schools. And it wasn't until the eighth grade when I moved and started going to school in Inglewood, went to Warren Lane. Um, and suffice it to say, I, it was a culture shock. I had never been around so many niggas and Mexicans in my life. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know how to behave. Like it was, it was, that's not even a joke. It was a legit culture shock for me. Um, and once I started going to Warren Lane, it was there when I started getting called, um, this one term, most black folks know it. I started being called an Oreo which is essentially Oreo cookies, black on the outside, white on the inside. That was me, Angela and Belle from Torrance, the Oreo. My Even my name is white. All of it, just white. And um, I didn't know what that shit was. Somebody had to explain it to me. And like even today, that shit's an insult. But um, I'm starting to realize now that it's all about perspective. I googled, and Google told me that the number one selling cookies uh, cookie brand in America consistently is Oreo. So you know what that means? That means me, my Oreo ass, is a hot commodity. Niggas can't wait to eat my shit. <laughs> I didn't know where that joke was going. Even I had to re-record. I didn't know how this was gonna end. I just knew like the Oreo thing, the hot commodity. I didn't know what I was gonna say. And... <laughs> Ah, day 14.